Welcome to the True North Collective Podcast. True North metaphorically means your true center. If you follow Christ, then your true north is the direction that leads you to the heart of God. This podcast is about navigating through youth ministry, young adults ministry, culture, parenting, dating, marriage, and all that life has to offer. Navigating through those topics in the direction that lands at the heart of God. And now for your host of True North. What up? My name is Lindsay Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your heart, your mind, and your ears. Um, even though we're only two months in, I still believe that uh, this year still has that new car smell. And uh, I'm a big believer that we should finish the year better than the way we started. Um, and in order to do that, that means we got to take the right steps now. So this next guest that I'm going to bring on, he's going to tell us how to do just that. Uh, so today's special guest that I'm going to bring on is someone that I consider um, a mentor towards me, um, Pastor Craig Jones. Um, him and his wife, they are the uh, pastors of Abiding Church in Kennesaw, Georgia. Pastor Craig, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Lindsay. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on. I've I've been looking forward to this day for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, brother. I'm, I'm glad to be on with the Tennessee Tornado. Tennessee Tornado. <laughs> so those that don't know, those that don't know, he's a, he's a <laughs> Pastor Craig, the Bulldog fan. But we will still, we make exceptions. We do make exceptions for. I like champions, bro. Oh <laughs> uh, well, is what it is. I don't we're know. Champions, we're, we're champions and waiting. Champions. I like that. I might have to. Uh, I might have to write that down and put that on my wall or something. That's do you can it. make a sermon off of that. Come on now. So. Um, so today I wanted to uh, bring Pastor Craig on, um, cause, uh, now for those that don't know, like I said, him and his wife, Jana Jones, they are the pastors of Abiding Church in Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, I had the opportunity to meet Pastor Craig when I was 16 years old at a uh, church conference in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And, uh, just, and I don't want to make you, I don't want to date you a little bit, but, uh, when I first met Pastor Craig, uh, Pastor Craig, you and Jana were actually just engaged. So, um. So, so that's that's where I came in on the scene, but um, oh man, oh yeah, that is makes me feel old. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm super sorry, but uh, but the, when I met both of y'all, it was just it was a life changing experience, and I've never regretted it. Um, one of the things that I've always noticed about um, you personally, and especially when uh, me and my family came and stayed with y'all um, this past fall, was just the um, the I guess the the radical love that y'all just exuberate. It's it's never been a light switch for y'all. As far as you know, with the light switch, things are on, and then at, for a period, things are off. It it was always kind of like a water flow or a waterfall. Um, you know, it's just yeah, constantly we, constantly being poured out of you guys. Yeah, we you know it's one of those things where you know I, I learned that it's it's much easier in life to be real because fake is exhausting, brother. Wow, I like that. That is true. So. Wow. Um, and I, that's that's definitely one of my goals in life. I'm like, wow, that's – I remember when we left, when we pulled out of you, um, y'all's driveway, I remember just telling Kelsey, like, wow, um, who knew who, how much power could just be poured into us over, you know, what, 24, 48 hours, because we wasn't there long. Um, but I, it was it was just a life-changing experience. Um, well, thank you. Well, Glad to have yeah. you guys. 
uh, one of the things I want to talk to you uh, about is um, one thing that I've always noticed is that you are always able to finish the year stronger than the way you started. Most of the time at the end of the year, we're all, you know, we're like, man, just can't wait to get to the new year, you know, start over. You know, we're all just, you know, clawing to the finish line. But, you know, I've, I've watched you guys um, online as far as service-wise and then just and talking with you and your wife and, you know, just different things that uh, you all are posting. It's just it seems like, like y'all aren't crawling to the finish line, but, I mean, like you're thriving and you're just pressing through and almost like, oh, hey, look, another year has started. You know, well, let's continue to keep on going what God has, uh, God has put in our hearts. And, and I believe as believers we all need that. So if it's cool, right. if you just what, in, in your own opinion, what would be some, I guess, some tips or some advice in order to, in order to do that? Well, I think the first thing that you have to realize is that um, change is a constant, you know. Yeah. But most people hate change, so they they're miserable in life because they're spending all of their time trying to fight change. And but change is a constant, you know, and so you're you're. Everything around you is always changing and morphing and growing. Your circumstances are changing. Um, but we keep trying to live the same kind of life every single day. So you've got to, first of all, understand that change is a constant. So if everything around me is changing, I better be changing. I've got to, I've got to do something different if I'm going to unlock something different in this, whatever this next phase is that I'm in, you know. Wow. And so, you know, if you get into the first of the year, you know, I always, I know a lot of people don't want like talking about resolutions and all this kind of stuff, you know, but I yeah. think it's, I think it's always healthy to keep that concept of like, you know, always keep in front of people the idea of betterment, you know, so, mm-hmm. because for me, that's something that I've embraced. I I don't know where most people hate change. I've always loved change. I mean, um, when I was, I was young, I remember moving to Arkansas for like three and a half years and moved back to another area of Georgia. And when, whenever that took place, like I was so excited. Most kids my age would have hated the idea of going to new school and meet new people. I loved the, for me, I was excited about the, the, the prospects, and, and I, I love change. I, I enjoy change in that kind of way. So, um, you know, I, I think a lot of it's a perspective, you know. So, um, so I, I talk a lot about that, but I also tell people, like, you can't just expect things to change. Um, you have to want it bad enough that you actually, that you actually make a change, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, most people, the honest, honest truth is that most people don't really change until the pain of not changing becomes too great. Ooh. So, yeah. So first of all, you got you got you got to want to make you got to want to make that change, and then um, and I think that the 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 place that everybody has to attack first uh-huh. is your thinking. It, it's your mind. So you go into a new year. Yeah. I always I want to change my thinking constantly. I want to change my mind. I'm always thinking how how can I get my mind sharper? How can I change change my perspective because Everything that I encounter is filtered through my brain, you know. Yeah. So how many things do I encounter that, that because I'm not sharp enough, it overwhelms me. I was talking to a guy the other day, and he had, he had been in pro sports and around football and all this kind of stuff, and he was talking about, you know, in life, and he said, um, he said you know, you come to a place that the game slows down. And I said, wait, what, 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 say that again? And he goes, you come to a place where the game slows down. I said, what does that mean, the game slows down, you know, i I haven't been an athlete on his kind of level before, and he said, "Well, you come to a place where you get, you get so, you become so your 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 skills, your acumen to the game, 
that you actually rise to the level of what everybody else is doing. And when, when you first get in there, you know, it's chaos. I was talking to my buddy yesterday, Patch, a friend of mine from New Mexico, and he played college basketball. I remember yeah. a couple of years ago, but Patch was getting together and playing band basketball together. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was so intimidated out there because, for me, when I get on a basketball court, I'm not a good basketball player. I don't understand basketball. For me, it's just like chaos. It's chaos everywhere, you know? Yeah. But when you really train and learn, you get your thinking right, and you understand what it is you're playing, this guy that I was talking to the other day, he said that the game slows down. It actually gets easier for you to play because your skill level matches everyone else's on the field. And I think that when you change your thinking, life actually slows down. You can actually grow to the place that life doesn't feel like you're just holding on and it's chaos all around you. But you actually come to that place where you're like, you can actually begin to read what's, you see what's going to happen. You know what I mean? You, uh-huh. you understand what plays they're playing and, and everything that's going on. And then you, you approach life differently because you've got a better perspective. Of course, you've got to read your opponent. In life, mm-hmm. you've got to be able to read your enemy, you know? Yeah. And um, what you're saying is, that, man, that's powerful. Um, we understand the only tactics he has is deception against us, right? You know, and he's been studying yeah. that for a thousand years, you know? So he knows, he knows our weaknesses, and that's what he uses against us. So just having enough foresight to think, you know, you know examining your life and say, you know, what are my weaknesses? Where do I need to change? You know, where is my thinking weak? You know, where, where, where am I deficient? Where, where, you know, and sometimes you're like, well, I don't even know where to begin with that. You know, how about go back to places where do you find fear mm-hmm. and where do you find insecurity? Because when, mm-hmm. you re- when you see fear rise up in an area, if it's an area on your job and a certain position you do in your job or an area with your family or an area with your with your with your community around you, where you experience fear or insecurity, um, we just kind of slough those off. But when you recognize those are areas where our mind needs to be strengthened. You know, that's why we're feeling insecurity. That that part of our mind is captured mm-hmm. by fear because it hasn't been captured by love. So we got wow, to we got to we got to change our thinking on that. So I think number one, it's all about it's really about changing your mind, changing your thinking. That's it all springs from there. You know? Oh yeah. So, um, I've, you've yeah. always you've always been strategic in those in those things. Um, I remember um, when uh, when I was going to Bible college and you was instructing. Um, I remember one year, <clears throat> you know, it was I think it was the the second year that the fast um, being at the beginning of the year the Daniel fast had taken off, and you know churches across the country were doing it, and um, and we all felt good. And I remember come, uh, I think it was either July or August, um, one Sunday morning, you was, um, uh, was, was there to preach as well. Um, and I remember you had come, you had, um, I guess you had come to us with this concept and with this idea of, you know, what if we, and, and it sounds so common sense now, um, especially because the Bible talks about it, but, you know, it, it just seemed like this brand new revelation, at least to me. And uh, but you had said, what if we decided to renew our mind for a month in the middle in the middle of the year in order to keep us on track so we could finish off this year? And you had you know right. you you had proposed as far as reading ten chapters a day uh, for that month, and you'd even helped us to create a plan for it um, and fast media. I think that was the for me. I know that was the game changer, not just fast and food, because after a few days you lose the taste of food until you see it. You know, but like, right. uh, but for uh, for me, it was when you proposed to fast media, 
And I was like, fast and yeah. what? I don't and you and you would say, Well just, you know, replace it with podcast or or uh, uh Christian messages or Christian movie, you know, stuff like that, Christian music. And um but I believe that was the biggest game changer. But ever since that we uh we have started that um in the month of August or it may have been the month of September, but every year since then um, around that time, I try to at least designate, okay, well, this is the month. It's almost the middle of the year. Let's go ahead and wow. renew your mind. Just because I've noticed that um, you have to be strategic if you want to, if you want to succeed, especially when it comes to your purpose in God. You, um, you, you really do. And, and, and like what you said, you're right. After you fast for a couple of days, you lose a desire for food. Mm-hmm. But I found out that you never lose a desire for distractions. Wow. So that's where choosing to do a media fast. You know, I've, I told a lot of people this, this past year on our fast, this, this past month, that, that I, you know, I always do something food-wise. Um, you know, I, I do something like that. I want to honor God in that way. I think it's also smart because it helps me kind of focus my, my eating in a better mm-hmm. way, you know. I mean, um, even, even in talking about all this, changing your mind, whatever you do, it, for me it always takes me back to one of our – we have we have our, our core values as a church. Uh-huh. Then we also have our our organizational our behavioral values that I teach our staff. That's like this is this is who we are as a staff. And one of those values is is stay fit. And for us, it's that means stay fit mentally, stay fit emotionally, stay fit physically, stay fit spiritually. Because if you're unfit in any of those areas, it affects all the areas of your life. Wow. So. For us, there's something about that that you know being intentional about about having that having that wholeness that wholeness in you that strength in you. So like you you you've got to choose to stay fit. You know if I if I'm not staying fit emotionally, it's going to affect how I do work. It's going to affect how I do my family. It's going to affect how I do everything else in life. It just it just does. It bleeds into everything. So. You know, you gotta, you got, you gotta be intentional about that and say, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna press in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my body strong. So for me, that the fast, I also, I also do that. But I told them, I said, but I'll be honest. At the first of the year, when I do my fast, the most impacting thing is always the media portion of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, I, I noticed uh, you guys just finished the sermon series rewrite. Uh, right. right. The, yeah. Right. Can, can you explain just a little bit of that in a nutshell? Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, the um, and it's funny. Like sometimes the Lord will give you something that you're supposed to talk about, but then you, you think, okay, I, I'm so excited. You know, that was that was really something the Lord dropped in my heart like two years ago. I, wow. I I wrote down some notes, and then I'm just, and then I was I, I was excited about doing this new series, and then and and it seemed like. Every 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 couple of months, whenever I go back and look and between what the new series is, I, I skim across that. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get to preach it, and lo, it's not it's not time yet. It's not time. <laughs> yet. So um, it, it ended up falling this year. So we we taught on rewrite, and it's really about how God God as the author. We see him throughout the Word. He's he, he he's the author and the finisher of our faith. We see him. He's the um, he, he he writes. He's he's an author. He's a creator. That's who he is. Yeah. And the whole series is about how God, when we when we allow Him to, He He rewrites our life. And um, so, for us, um, I, for for our church, I explained to them how the first thing He does is He rewrites our backstory because that's that's what we that's what launches us. 
into our futures. You know, so many of us, we allow our, our lives to be, we're defined by where we've been, when really we should be defined by what God is calling us to, not what we're coming from. But knowing that, God in his infinite wisdom went ahead and took care of that as well because he knew that we would live according to human means. So what he did was he went and he rewrote our history. So what he did was he applied his, the cross to our life. The Bible says that he became unrighteousness. He took our history so that we, become, we could become righteousness through him. So we took on his history. So when the cross is applied to our life, and I told the church, I just like thing on the screen, it said that, his, that, that our history becomes, and I put a cross in the middle of history, and it says his story. So number one, God rewrites our, our past. He rewrites our history. And then I talked about how God rewrites our present. You know, whatever it is you're facing right now, looking around you, whatever it is you're facing, and the, the way that he rewrites our present is not by changing what's around us, but by changing what's within us. Because wow. he rewrites it through, through us being obedient and doing what he's called us to do. It's like oh, the, the, the power of God is within me. So uh, I, I, have, I have the power to change my circumstances. So how does God rewrite what's going on around me? Through me. So he rewrites my present by me, by me speaking forth and acting upon his word. And I, ch- I change my circumstances, not him. Wow. And then we ended up with how God rewrites our future. And it, it, it's all about how he's already got the plan. Yeah. But the way that we get the plan is we speak the plan. He declares those things that be not as though they were. So yeah. we do the same thing. And when you're, when you're bold and declare and you expect it and you see it, you'll walk into it. So you, he, he, he's got a better future for you. You have been, the truth is, Lindsay, whatever we've been doing in our life, we've been creating a future. You know, we've been, we've been developing something in front of us, but for us to, for us to, to, to if, if, if we're not careful, we're just going to walk right into our bad decisions. But mm. even if we've made some bad decisions, we could, we could now begin to speak the right way, act the right way, walk the right way, and walk into a better future. And really that future God has for us. Because he's got plans for our life, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, Jeremiah 29, 11. And that's what we want. We want his plan for our lives. So wow. we write. That was so good. Um, is, uh, just before we go, um, like, I guess, is there, uh, uh, I mean, I know there is as far as you guys are on Facebook and um, YouTube and different social media outlets. Um, how, what's a way that, you know, people that are listening can, reach you all or actually tune in to watch the services? They can find us at abiding.church. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the domain name. Not, people always ask me, uh, in the, in dot what? afterwards, I said, no, it's dot .church. That's actually it. Abiding.church, cool. you, you, you can go there. Um, and then um, uh, Facebook is the Abiding Church. Um, that's probably the best way. Go online or go to the Facebook. That's the best way to find what's going on. You can also find us on YouTube. Find our our videos on there. Um, uh, it's again. It's I, I believe it's the Abiding Church on on YouTube. So, awesome. yeah, that's where that's where you find what's going on with us. Sweet, sweet. And if you're in the Kennesaw, Georgia area, you definitely want to um, visit Abiding Church. Um, Pastor Craig and Pastor Jenna are people that you um, you need in your life. Um, the 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 call of God that's on them. It's um it's something that's rare these days, but it's also something that's needed as well. Um, so, Pastor Craig, thank you so much for uh, man, thank you for just giving us these words of wisdom. I mean, it's 
um, I, w- I was trying to, I had to remind myself, okay, I'm recording this so I can like, I can go back <laughs> and take notes. But at the same time, like I'm just like jotting all this stuff down. So I'm like, oh, I got to get it now. I got to get it now. So, um, so I really Come appreciate on. it. Well, thank you, Lindsay, man. I appreciate you. I tell you what, you are, you are always, uh, I mean, a great student, a great friend. I love you and your family so much. And I, and I love how you really, I, I appreciate anybody who embraces these kind of principles because you know what? I can grow, I can change, I can become better, you know, and, and actually walk it out and apply it to their life. Man, it's, it's inspiring. So I love it, brother. Thank you so much for tuning in to True North. We hope you'll join us again next time.